Hi, I'm Brent from Cover, and I'm joined today by Robin Carter, IIWC President and Western Cape Branch Manager at Lombard Broker Partners. This interview is part of our Cover podcast series, In Association With, where we explore the power of relationships in the industry and dive into insightful conversations with associations and institutes across Africa. Thank you for joining me today, Robin. Thank you, Brent. I'm looking forward to our chat. Yes, well, without further ado, let's let's get stuck in. So as the newly elected president of the IIWC, what do you hope to achieve over the next two years? Our purpose as a council has always been to provide our members with value through our three core pillars. Um, and those pillars are education, networking and charities. So in my term over the next two years, I, I hope to expand on those pillars and just broaden our reach, not only from a membership aspect, but also through more collaborative engagements with, with other local institutes. Um, I'd like to create a synergy between institutes which could result in our members and partners receiving more, more exposure, um, more, network, more networking opportunities, and it would also hopefully result in our charities uh, receiving more support and, and opportunities to benefit from. Oh, that sounds great. So, so as the, as the, the, the IOWC grows, there's, there's extended benefit for, for your, your stakeholders across the board. That sounds, that sounds really good. And, and, and moving on from that then, what would you say the, the core focus is for, for the year ahead? And, and is this any different from previous years? I think the core focus for this year is definitely to create opportunities. So opportunities for our members, opportunities for, for our partners and for our charities. And it's very similar to previous years, just with an added focus on expanding the existing platforms. So expanding what already works well, for example, like in the edu space with our webinars and, and trying to see how we can, how we can grow that um, and how we can make that of more value to our members because our main focus and, and purpose of, of being on council is to serve our members. So we try and, and put them at the forefront of everything that we're doing. Okay, cool. Well, that sounds good. And then the, the Institute's tagline is engage, enable and empower. So what does this mean and how does this translate to, to members and communities that the IOWC supports through initiatives like the RISE program and charities? So our hashtag, our, our hashtag engage, enable and empower, it stemmed from, from the launch of our IIWC ecosystem theme, um, which we've carried through from the beginning of 2022. And the value proposition is that every aspect of this business intertwines in order to achieve members, membership satisfaction and societal contributions. So on the engage front, we, we'd like to engage through events. Um, so events that would create networking opportunities for our members. And those would be in the form of our golf day. We have a castle experience that's scheduled for this year, which is a new event. Um, our, we have various nibbler network sessions that fall within the under 35 space. And, that, and that's just a few um, of what we've got in our calendar under the engage portion. And then empower, we'd like to empower our members by providing an educational platform and opportunity for them to earn the, the required CPD hours. So we host a number of edu webinars throughout the year, which focuses on an array of topics and um, different lines of business. So it exposes our members to learning opportunities which sit beyond the day-to-day the -day scope of business. And then the RISE program, the RISE program was also designed to empower our young professionals and just to bridge the gap 
of expertise between them and the more senior individuals in our industry. And then lastly, on the on the enable front, we'd like to enable our charities. So everything that we set out to do is ultimately tying into an opportunity to give back to our selected ch charities. And we have a stringent vetting process, um, regular meetings with them as well in order to establish what the short-term and long-term needs and goals are. And then this allows us to channel our efforts with a specific focus per charity, which enables them to provide for their organizations. So ultimately, all three pillars, um, or all three taglines are linked and they feed off each other. And that creates that sense of community and, and that ecosystem that we that we are wanting to drive. Wow, I love that. That sounds great. I mean, there's, there's a lot of talk around around collaboration. And uh, I think just in some of those things you were saying, the sustainability, so the the charities that there's there's a sort of a consistent consistent conversation so it's ongoing and you're really working with them to as you said there enable them over the long term which is which is really great and i i like what you said there around the the strong vetting process so your your members at least know and, and are assured that if they are supporting the charities that they are yeah they are being vetted and um yeah and it's nice to sort of check in and see see what what you're doing there you you touched on the the event aspect as well so i think that that segues quite nicely into the next question so the iwc calendar for 2023 is filled with a mix of educational and, and networking events is there a specific event that stands out for you so brain for me it's the gala dinner it definitely is the gala dinner that stands out for me and and not only because it's an opportunity to get all glammed up and, and look all fab and stuff. But it's also an opportunity for us to have all our industry players under one roof, celebrating our successes for the year. Um, it doesn't matter who you represent on the evening, whether it's yellow, green, blue or purple, everyone is there. Um, and it's an opportunity for us as council to to say thank you and 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 just to give back to our members and to our partners for their support throughout the year. But I, I think in a close second would be the fitness event because I love anything fitness related. So so that's really a, a close second for me. Um, I, I can't be doing a heat workout in heels though. But um, and <laughs> then <yeah. laughs> the fitness events. Okay, that sounds good. I mean, yeah, I think just in having this conversation and what you're saying there, I think we can't discount the the value of of networking, of in person networking, and I'd imagine that the timing of the event being towards the end of the year, it's probably also a bit of a wind down for some people, so it sort of doubles up as a maybe a, a mini end of year function for for teams that have worked hard. So good to good to good to hear that it's well received, and I'm looking forward to this this year's event. Um, so I look forward to seeing what the theme is. Um, We'll 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 wait to see what that is. Any 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 teasers? Any any anything you can share at this time? I am not at liberty to share ah. anything at this stage. <laughs> um, but, okay. but, but you know, just in addition to that, Brent, I think it's also it's also just an opportunity for us to showcase what we've achieved for the year, especially related to to our charities and and um, you know sort of what milestones we've reached with them, apart from the the party. <laughs> yes. No, and, and I think that's a it's an important point. So, uh, yeah, to sort of showcase the the hard work that that collectively the the sort of member base is is put together. It's yeah, hundred percent important to keep that top of mind to not lose sight of of what you're trying to achieve as as an institute. Um, I, personally, my my favorite event is the action soccer, um, the action soccer events. I've, I've I think I've I think I've actually only actively done it once 
and uh, I think uh, I've mentioned to you before, Clyde and Co. took us out in the in the semis. We went into a penalty shootout, and we were we were robbed of our victory. Um, I actually don't know who was who was calling at the time, but uh, hopefully 20, 2023 we'll see cover cover sort of you know full team full team present, and I think we'll take the title this year. I'm, I'm fairly confident. Yeah? Let me just say, Team Lombard are the reigning champs. So yes. Stiff competition, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. Bring it on. We'll see what happens this year. Okay. I can't wait. I look forward to it. So th- th- there, are a few, there are a few new events then on that, to stay on that theme included in 2022. Uh, was there a specific reason for this? And are you seeing a shift in the de- demographics of the member base uh, and an increase in younger members? So after COVID and, and, and post-pandemic, I think we realized that the priorities of our members changed. Um, and and even the priorities of our of our sponsors, you know, what they wanted to see um, in terms of events, that that also changed. There was a larger focus and and need for for um, well being. Um, so events that focused on on financial wellness, um, physical wellness, and mental wellness. And and for that reason, we incorporated the fitness events to to touch on the physical wellness side. Um, the the financial wellness we covered with a money matters events that we ran in the under thirty five space, which which worked really well because it answered crucial questions that that they would have at that age around, you know, pointing them in the right direction with things like how do I go about applying for the bond, for example, um, and then on the mental well being side. With the AGM, we we covered it through um, having a laughing therapist or a laughter therapist um, as our guest speaker. And as they say, laughter is the best medicine. So I think that went down really well. Um, but yes, there is there is a shift in the demographic. Definitely more younger members coming in. We saw an increase of about 20% in members who are under the age of 35 over the last year. Which, which is quite substantial growth for us in that space. And I think the main contributing factor to that is the RISE mentorship program as well. So, so it's definitely definitely something that is, that is changing as we go here. Yeah. Okay, that sounds great. I, I, personally, I, I really enjoy uh, you know, digging into things like culture and innovation. And um, I, I love organization, organizational psychology. So it's, it's nice to sort of hear that you, you're touching or sort of rounding that out, sort of financial wellness, uh, you know the mental mental side of that thing as well, which is really really important, and uh, good good to good to hear that you obviously I, I'm assuming some of the the changes then came from input from the existing member base. Would that be accurate, or did you get input to sort of yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So you I mean we are having conversations just as a council. We're having conversations with 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 our members all the time to to establish what their needs are. Uh, we run surveys. We'll do a survey monkey and say, "What are you guys interested? In, uh, you know, on the edu side, what would you, which topics would you like us to cover, or, or which topics would you like to be, or to hear more of?" And um, and that's how we how we gather our information, and then based on 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 those findings, we we put the events together. Okay. Great. Well, that's yeah, really really good to hear. And and also, I think so going into the next question, then. Segways and quite nicely. You, you talked about the the rise program a bit and and the, the increase in the the younger members coming in and and I think that's great for the industry to see see younger younger professionals you know trying to 
trying to get on that career track and, and have that growth. So the, the RISE program, as I understand, it's in its third year in 2023. How well has that been received in the industry and, and where do you see this going in years to come? So RISE has been such a, uh, it's a program that's very close to my heart because it was it was the reason why I joined council six years ago. Um, the my, the focus at the time for me was not only because of my passion for this industry, but but also to develop our younger to develop our younger professionals as well, and just create an awareness around the diversity and opportunities which our industry industry presents. So we were so overwhelmed this year when we put out the call for ment for mentees and mentors, um, and 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 it was so well received. So just to to paint the picture, in 2021 with our pilot program, we had nine mentees and mentors. And so this year we sit with 20 mentees and mentors. So there's been such an amazing response to the program um, and, and such amazing growth. And I think it's just it's just testament to to the number of, of younger people who are who are starting out in our industry and 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 who, you know, are wanting to know more. Um it's it's such a wonderful program is facilitated by Linda Kutsia and Associates, um, and it runs over a nine-month period. So at the end of it all, we'd like to see the growth within the, the each mentee space. And what they achieve from it is really what they set out with their mentor. Um, what we'd like to do is eventually get to a point where we can grow the program into a second phase. And this would completely depend on, on the sponsorship that we can that we can source for it. Um, so we'd have your first nine months, which would be your mentee and your mentor um, on a one-on-one -on -one basis. And then the second phase would be sort of the guys who have already walked that journey and are calling themselves RISE alumni who would go into a personal mastery or a leadership and development program with, with Linda and Jenna then as, as the next step. So we're not quite there yet, but definitely something that we'd like to develop um, and, and, and implement. Okay, that sounds really exciting. So I look forward to, and just, just to hear that growth going from nine to 20, it, it certainly sounds like it's it's been well received and uh, I look forward to seeing, uh, yeah, this this intake and hopefully you can get the, the second phase off the ground. My my last question for you would be, the the IWC is embarking on an expedition into Africa later this year. What excites you about Africa, and, and what do you hope to gain from the trip? I'm very excited about about this uh, collaboration with with Cover because, firstly, it's it's the first of its kind um, with that you know sort of it's the first expedition that the IWC would be doing into Africa. Um, you know, for me, I think the African insurance market is historically um, underdeveloped and, and underrated, but definitely one that's, you know, that's rapidly changed and, and reshaped and grown. So to see how they conduct business um, and the way they go about, um, you know, dealing with, with their markets is going to be very interesting. I think things like domestication stand out for me, their regulatory oversight solvency requirements, their distribution channels, and just the way in which they innovate. It's going to be interesting to go in and, and get a better understanding of, of how they how they navigate all of that. Um, 
And then just to be able to take that research and bring it back home into our local market and, and to our business partners here and make that available, you know, for our members, I think those insights are going to be invaluable. I 100% agree. I think that's sort of, yeah, really looking forward to it. Looking forward to the insights and, uh, like you said, that 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 endpoints around bring bringing back some of the learning so that it's not just the people that are going there, but there's there's sort of extended benefit when when everyone comes back. So, really looking forward to that. Thank you so much for 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 making the time to to chat to me. Um, uh, yeah, really excited to see see how the the 2023 year goes for you as uh, the newly elected president. Where can where can people Get, get in touch from an IRWC perspective. If anyone's listening, listen to this and they're not a member, where can they where can they get in touch? How do they go so about doing our, that? Yeah, our website um, has, has all the details on and that's www.iiwc.co.za. Um, alternatively, they are welcome to contact Anik at um, info at iiwc.co.za um, and then our various social media platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, it's at II Western Cape. Perfect. I'll, I'll link that up in the in the description for this. So if anyone does want to join, if they're not, not actively involved, they should definitely get involved. So thank you so much for, for your time, Robin. Thank you, Brent, and thank you, Cover.